Welcome to the weekly podcast all about turning the great American RV adventure into stress-less camping. Each week we explore tips, tricks, ideas, and destinations and talk to the happiest campers in the RV world. Pull up a seat at the campfire as we enjoy some stress-less camping. Welcome to the campfire. I'm Tony. I'm Peggy. And we are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time. In a small trailer. Looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips. Tricks. And discounts. We might actually have a backyard campfire today. We have a couple of boondockers welcome couples here. And, well, yesterday was kind of rainy and awful. Kind of. So, so if that keeps up, it won't happen. But otherwise, I think we'll go out and... Light a fire and see if we can get them all to join us. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. You might notice that today is Wednesday. If you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening on the day that the podcast is released, almost always it's on Thursday. I think maybe a couple times we've accidentally set it up wrong. <laughs> yeah, sometimes when I set it to release, I forget to put the date and it just goes out. <laughs> but anyway, because tomorrow, tomorrow being you know the day after this is released because of thanksgiving we wanted you to actually enjoy thanksgiving and not listen to us for an hour (laughs) that'll make it a lot more enjoyable and you'll thank us anyway we are releasing this one on wednesday partially so like i said you don't have to take family time away but also you know there's some black friday deals going on so if we talk about some of them you might have a chance to get in <laughs> yeah. on them. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to give you indigestion by, you know, expecting you to listen on Thanksgiving. That's what the politics and religion discussions are for. <laughs> yeah. And that one uncle where it's like, oh, he's going to say that again. Wait, that's me. <laughs> anyway, so we are stationary, sort of. We're not taking the camper out for a few more weeks. And so it's actually winterized, which is... Weird. First time we've ever done that on our own. But it's sitting out there and the solar panels are keeping the battery alive so that when we're ready to go, we're ready to go. And why is that? Well, because we have our power package that was designed by ABC Upfitters. If you are looking for a really solid solar and lithium system, one that just works... They are the people to talk to. And the way to do that is, of course, through the link on our website. But you can also give them a call on the good old-fashioned telephony at 574-293-9399. Or you can find them with the link on the page for this podcast episode, which is number 230. Wow, that's pretty impressive. We talked to someone again who had done their own solar system and... It's so much work. I mean, to get it really right takes some doing. And one of the things I really like about ABC Upfitters is they actually have an engineer on staff. So when you choose to utilize their systems, first you're getting master bolt systems, which are marine grade. They've been proven on the water. But also they're designed and integrated by somebody who truly knows what they're doing because they're an engineer. Right. And... That's not very typical. There are a lot of people who say, yes, I know solar, but do they really? 
I really have been very pleased with the installs that you all have said you've had done through them. You have been pleased with them. And if that's something you're interested in, again, you can give them a call or check them out on the internet, 574-293-9399. This week we have a guest, which is always great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this week, not that long ago, I think it was just in the summer, we talked to Jim Hoffman from Wholesale Warranties. And we wanted to do an update because he makes a really, really good point about acting on this now before the year changes. So let's talk to Jim and find out why that is. Today, we'd like to welcome back Jim Hoffman, the Vice President of Operations for Wholesale Warranties. We spoke to Jim just back in May, episode 203, about wholesale warranties. It seems like, well, maybe this is too soon to talk to him again. But, you know, a new year is coming up, and we understand that some things are going to change. And so we asked Jim to come and let us know what those changes are going to be for wholesale warranties coming up in 2024. Thank you, Peggy. I'm actually really excited that I think you're on on this one. I think the last one, you may have been out out and about. So I wasn't able Probably. to chat with, you, <laughs> chat with you as much. So it was just Tony and I, and we were missing our the the anchor, if you will. <laughs> or not the anchor, but the one to keep us on track. Right. Those are the ones that are fun to edit too, because I have to figure <laughs> out where to stop and start again <laughs> when things go all haywire. <laughs> yeah, because before we started recording, we were talking about Porsches and, and going too fast. So. Yeah. <laughs> In our uh, admiration for speeding ticket. Indeed. But putting that all to the side, you know, I think as we try to inform and, and we try to bring to the RV audience about the changes that are coming up, and while RV warranties will never really be a exciting or sexy option for people to discuss. There are important aspects that we at least try to get out there. Sure. As we can all attest, the RV market over the last three years, give or take, has been a peaks and valleys and incredibly popular in RVs on the lot, RVs not on the lot, RVs to being back on the lot. And so there's always things that are changing. But one of the biggest things that we try to strive is that the way that RV warranties are calculated, for lack of a better term, the variables that go into the price points, the RV market is still probably 10 years, give or take, behind auto. And so at the calendar year, your vehicle will be deemed a year older by the administrators. And not to get too deep into the woods on that, it has to do with the in-service date and VIN numbers being registered and the difference between a VIN number on a towable and a VIN number on a, on a motorhome. But really what we try to let our customers know or anybody who's either interested in an extended warranty or just wants to know more information about them Once we go from December 31st to January 1st, that rig is deemed a year older. So even if you bought something this year in 2023, but it was a 2022 model and it was new to you or even new off the lot, in 2024, that is going to be two years deemed two years old. Even if you've had it for only six months. <laughs> if you've had it for six months. And so while it can be somewhat simplistic to understand that, the unfortunate news is what that does, especially for your 
2008 plus or minus three to five years from there, that could really limit you on either the length of the contract or the coverage type. So, you know, there's, there's various different coverage types between stated and exclusionary or powertrain or all these different variables, but the administrators are only going to write or allow policies based on that year okay. or the year of the rig. So we try to get in front of everybody and say, regardless of how long you've had it, come January, they're most likely the cost will increase, which is one of the main things we try to strive. But the other part that we try to strive is as a broker, we're able to offer longer terms or different coverage amounts based on how old the vehicle is. And so in January, you may only have a three or four year options where in December, you still may qualify for a five, six or seven year option. Mm. Interesting. I know. And it has nothing to do with how long you've had it. Uh, anything along those lines, it literally has to do with the year that it was produced. Okay. We try to start in October, November to just kind of let people know anybody who's in the market for an extended warranty, or they maybe have one expiring in a certain amount of time, or if you bought a new rig a year or two ago, and you've been using the manufacturer and you've been thinking about getting one, Mm -hmm. our messaging, for lack of a better term, is just Hey, just so you know, in January, it'll most likely be more expensive and or you may not be eligible for the same type of coverage as you might be in November, December, and it can't hurt to give us a call or just to inquire about it to see what the difference may be. Which makes a lot of sense. And here's something that I'm seeing also a lot recently. A lot of people bought an RV, let's say during COVID, it was kind of a quick decision, let's say, and they qualified for long financing. I mean, I've seen up to 20 years. Yes. But let's say they, you know, now that there are more options, they're looking around and they're like, hmm, maybe I should trade it in or do something different. And they're finding there's financially no way that they can do that. So it's not within their means to be able to do that. One of the unique things about wholesale warranties is now if they think, well, shoot, um, I have to keep this, you guys write warranties on used rigs or existing rigs too, which is unusual. It is. We're, we're one of the very few, and I would even go as far as to say a pioneer, in this market where we really tried to focus on if I was buying my rig from Tony in a private party sale, there's this illusion out there that you can only get an extended warranty at a dealership at the time of purchase. And we really try to (laughs) inform as much as we can that, no, if if you're buying within a private party, that's really kind of where we shine. We'll get an inspection done so the administrator is aware and approves of the, the current condition of the rig. And then we can offer a policy there. And I think the run on RVs during COVID kind of threw everything a little wonky. I know that's not a very scientific term or economic term, but no, but it's, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> but it's everybody rushed out to get them. And for the first time, I, I think in, in economics, that asset actually increased 
usually RVs are a depreciating asset, just like auto. Sure. But for three quarters, we saw RV values go up because inventory was so low. And now we're seeing the market stabilize a little bit more. And so to your point, Tony, you have a handful of individuals out there who got an RV, may have rushed in and, and gotten a new trailer or a new RV and financed it for X amount of time. And right now they might not be able to sell it on the open market because inventory has caught up. There's been a big increase for us, at least, for people who are putting warranties on those units to help sell them on the open market. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. Neither have we. (laughs) (laughs) My voice went up pretty high there, but... Yeah, I was thinking somebody has it out in their driveway and they're like, well, now I have to keep it. What should I do about... Because RVs typically surprised a lot of people with just how much maintenance and repair was required. So they may be, you know, a couple, three years into their loan and it's sitting out in the driveway and they're like, "Uh oh, (laughs) what now? But that's another thing. Yeah. If you're looking to sell it, I hadn't even considered adding a warranty and that might make it infinitely more sellable. I would say the, the sharpest increase that we saw was probably in August, September, where we were hearing a lot of individuals calling, inquiring about an extended warranty and the transfer process, which we've always done. And we've always tried to mention it, that if and when you sell it, you can transfer it to a new owner. But these individuals, we always try to ask detailed questions so we can put them in the right policy. And one of the things we typically ask is, how long do you plan to have it? And oftentimes the response is two or three years, something to that effect. And more recently, it was like, well, if fingers crossed, six months. <laughs> and yeah. our our warranty specialists were caught a little off guard. And what it, what it was is individuals who wanted to put an extended warranty on there to compete with the dealer, right? Because if you go to a dealership, you know that you will be offered one. But on a private party, a lot of people are unaware that you can still get an RV warranty on a private party sale. So some pretty savvy, I'll either do savvy or desperate, I guess. (laughs) Because, And to be fair, Tony, you know this better than I, those long-term payments, while they sound really great before you get your Christmas gift, for lack of a better term, before you get your new toy, your new, the new exciting thing, after a while of RV ownership and either not utilizing it, not enjoying it, and you're still making that monthly payment and you're one year into a 20-year loan, yeah. if you've decided that that's not going to be your future, you know, right now it, it can be kind of tricky to get out of. And so we, like I, like I mentioned, we saw, we've seen an increase on, okay, I want to buy a two, three, four-year policy. I want to know about the transfer aspect and all of those things because there is a benefit if you're selling private party and you're able to say, hey, not only do I have this rig, but I have a seven-year extended warranty that I can transfer to you. And, you know, here's the cost of that kind of bundle, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. Yeah, I I like that. Yeah, we were kind of, yeah. kind of caught off guard <laughs> at first. Another thing I see happening, and this happens every time right about this 
you know, right around this time of year, all of a sudden, all the new 2024s or whatever RVs have hit the dealers and you go and you are like, oh man, this is awesome. And you buy one. But if you're living where it's cold, then you buy a winterized unit and it may sit there until April, May, whatever. And all that time, your warranty from the manufacturer is ticking away. Tick, tick, tick. And so mm-hmm. by the time you get it, let's say you buy it now, which is November, and then April, you dewinterize it. You take it to the first camping trip and you discover, uh-oh, the water heater doesn't work. So then you take yeah. it back to the selling dealer and they're like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of that. But, but it's, it's going to take a couple months. Yeah. Well, now it's a year old and your <laughs> warranty expired. So another thing worth thinking of is getting a warranty from you guys on a new rig, especially if it's going to sit around for months and months and months, because you really take over where the manufacturer's warranty kind of goes away. Yeah. And I think, I mean, winterization is always an interesting topic because there's a handful of people that are going to say, well, I don't want to have a warranty before it it's winterized, I'll wait till it comes out. And then there's a handful of people that say, I want to have it while it's sitting because I know when I start it that the likelihood of something going awry is probably greater. Right? Tell me it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a handful of people that are like, well, what's winterization? Yeah, that's true. Our philosophy there is we're going to, you know, we'll give you a recommendation based on how you are going to use your RV and where you're pain point is on on winterization and and more importantly what it looks like when it's out right and so the in the example that you gave it you bring it back to the selling dealer if you're close enough right if it's not something first you have to be within a certain you know distance but then two is the rig drivable specifically with like aqua hots or slides something like that it could really dampen your trip mm-hmm. oh yeah i hadn't even thought of slides just sticking out and not yeah. being able to retract and i mean we hear about it since the pandemic probably i want to say weekly oh, we wow. will have customers wow. call that the slide is either stuck in or stuck out and that's obviously where a mobile mechanic comes in and yada yada but i think the the key part on the winterization and that's another thing that you know, hopefully our warranty specialists are articulating when we're having these conversations is, yes, you can wait, but also we kind of talked about that end of the year. So looking at a price and a term length today is going to be a lot different than that same rig. And assuming no miles driven, those rates and those terms might look drastically different come April, Mm -hmm. March or April, just because literally just because the rig's a year older. yeah, And so that's where, you know, even for those that are saying, well, I'll wait until it comes out of winterization. Okay. I respect that understanding and that decision. However, we would urge you to do your due diligence to say, okay, well, what would the price be today? And what would it be in April? Or more importantly, what's available? Yeah. Right. The coverage. And it's free to call. You know, there's no, you guys are not high pressure at all. We prefer to look at ourselves as educators. I think on the last time we met, I, I kind of discussed this. And you know, from being an employee at a dealership, and Peggy, you know, just 
from all the experience that you have too, like dealerships are really good at buying and selling RVs. That's kind of their, that's, that's their survival. And ours is literally just extended warranties. There isn't a thing that we do that isn't just part of that little niche. And so we are not a high pressure conversation, mostly because, and maybe there's some strong credibility here, but because we don't want the hassle. I don't want my team dealing with individuals who are upset that they bought something that they weren't aware of Mm -hmm. or the idea that speaking from my own experience when I'm in a dealership and then having what appears to be this awkward conversation about an extended warranty and, you know, sliding a piece of paper across with a number and sliding (laughs) it back, we would much rather have our clients understand exactly what's out there. Mm-hmm. exactly what they're getting and more importantly, what they're not getting. Right. And if something's too expensive, I respect that. We can take things out for lack of a better term to find a price point that is good. We had talked about buying that used rig from a private party that if the private party hadn't thought of, Ooh, I should get a warranty to make this more saleable. Maybe something to think about is, looking at the warranty options to make it more buyable, mm-hmm. right? If you're shopping and you're yeah. like, mm, I don't know, maybe having a extended warranty is the way to go to kind of offer a lot of peace of mind. Right. And if you're looking at two different used rigs from two different private parties, that might be the deciding factor. Yep. You know, I think the RV buyer right now is a serious buyer. And, yeah. uh, and I don't want to say that in 2020 or 2021, they weren't, <laughs> but to be fair, they weren't right. You know, it was, it was a different time. It was a different mindset, but the RV buyer today is understanding of what they're getting into. And I agree with you, Peggy. I think if you had two similar rigs with all the features and benefits that come with that rig and one has a five or six year extended warranty and one doesn't. If yeah. I'm a buyer, I'm going to look at, I'm going to, I'm going to be probably more interested in the one that has the extended warranty just because of the peace of mind of buying a used product that is, that does have such a high ticket number usually yeah. attached to it. I think RVs had tended to sell to people who were kind of in the space and knew all oh, these things take a little bit of extra repair and blah, blah, blah. And then the COVID buyer, I think, was the average consumer who hadn't spent their life kind of being aware of RVs. And now we're back to, I think, people are, are RVers, even you know some people who bought during COVID. And they're aware that RVs are not maintenance-free. <laughs> <laughs> so this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I mean, you had in COVID for all those individuals who preferred to get on an airplane and go see something else. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't permitted. A lot of those individuals did go out and say, okay, if I can't fly somewhere, I'm going to drive somewhere. Right. But those two different experiences and responsibilities are vastly different. Right. Right. If I travel to another country, I have to worry about my hotel and my flight and, you know, hopefully I can speak the language and the sites that I'm going to see. 
But if I'm going to drive to Minnesota, okay, well, I need to find, you know, campgrounds or places to stay along the way, along with having a understanding or a comfort about the house on wheels that I'm driving there. Right. Yeah. Which is not built anywhere near as well as whatever you're towing it with. Right. I mean, or whatever you're flying in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess to wrap up, since there's really no harm in just looking at what can be done and may make a lot of financial sense to do that before the calendar changes now would be a good time to call wholesale warranties. <laughs> right. Not only is there not going to be a, a cost associated, but more importantly, you're finding out information, right? Yeah. And I think the, I think one of the biggest things that we can do as consumers is to have as much information as you need or can get prior to going into whatever scenario you're about to go into. Mm-hmm. For us and the product that we bring to market, I think the biggest thing is just having an understanding that there is going to be a difference between December 31st and January 1st and understanding that your rig will be a year older come January. And so today or or in the next couple of weeks is a time to say, okay, if this is something that I want to know more information about, right? Not necessarily purchase. I'm just saying more information about Mm there is no harm in taking 15 or 30 minutes you know, at the longest to have a conversation with one of our warranty specialists who can at least give that education or give that information to the consumer. Yeah. And unlike being at the dealership where they say, well, if you walk out now, this offer is ended. Yeah. We're not going to help you in an hour or tomorrow. Right. (laughs) It's at least you guys offer the ability to process the information, make an informed decision, and then either make a purchase or not, depending on how it works in your world. And that's totally different than buying a warranty at the dealer as someone who just bought a new vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) The offers, the quotes that we give you are valid for two weeks. There's nothing that is deemed that you have to decide today. There's nothing that says you have to decide in two weeks. Ours is just very informative. I do agree with you, Tony, unfortunately, the dealer tactics of uh, it's only available for an hour or don't let anybody else know I did this for you or (laughs) any of those smoke and mirrors just is an uneasy feeling. Our warranties are available, but you know, the, the purpose of hopefully the message that I'm able to articulate is understand that in January, those numbers are going to look different and there's nothing I can do about it because your rig is officially a year old. Some buckets, there may be no change, but for a pretty high majority of them, those numbers do change because the admin deems it a year older. And that's fair. I mean, it's good to know that. And who knows, you may save a bunch of money by making a decision sooner rather than later. And the best way to do is to contact you guys and and get the information. Mm -hmm. That's it. All right. Well, that was good information. I really appreciate your taking the time to come and share with us again. And as always, we have a link to Wholesale Warranties. You're one of the people who we really enjoy working with. And so uh, if you're in any of these situations, give give Wholesale Warranties a call and, and see what 
your numbers look like. I appreciate it, Tony and Peggy. Thanks again for having me on. I always enjoy talking with you. Yeah, for sure. And I hope you guys the best of the holiday season coming up. Yeah, you, you as well. And uh, good talking to you again. Good chatting with you guys. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Take care. Once again, if you are thinking about buying an extended warranty, really, really think about what year your RV is and whether you need to take care of that before the year changes. In the meantime, have a seat at your computer and <laughs> shop those Black Friday sales. <laughs> I know that we've received emails from Techno RV, Tax Outdoors, Wear Safe, Air Gear. I am sure that there are a bunch of other companies out there that are doing Black Friday sales, and those, of course, are partners of ours. So if you wanted to take advantage of some Black Friday sales through those companies, go look at our deals and discounts page, and whatever you think you wanted to buy, maybe check on that site on Friday and see if there's a Black Friday sale going on. Well, also, if you are a recipient of our once-a-week no-spam newsletter, I did link all the Black Friday deals in there that are happening at our partners. So that's an easy way. Or if you're like everybody and their brother, <laughs> you probably are going to shop on Amazon. And if you yeah. shop on Amazon, if you go to the Stressless Camping website and then at the deals and discounts at the bottom there, there's a, a click our Amazon link. We actually get a teeny tiny little piece of the puzzle. And that's from Amazon. That's not right. from you. You don't no. your price doesn't change. It's just that Amazon knows that we are sending you to them. So they give us a little thank you gift, like a nickel yeah. or something. Well, it depends <laughs> on what you buy. But yeah. yeah, it's it's small but it helps the podcast. And so if you remember, we appreciate it. And if you don't, well, we still appreciate Happy it. Happy shopping anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and just another reason to be on our newsletter list, too, because we link those deals. So Right. So we said we're stationary, and that's essentially true right now. We're not, you know, quote unquote, on the road. But we did go last weekend out and meet up with a couple of couples, <laughs> a couple of friends <laughs> at Cochiti Lake or Cochiti Lake or Cochiti. We don't know how to say it. I thought Sorry. it was Kuchidi. Everybody said Kuchidi. There's a lovely campground. It's a Corps of Engineers campground because Kuchidi Dam is actually one of the 10 largest earth-filled dams in the United States, but it's one of four dams slash flood control, sediment control for the Rio Grande as it flows through New Mexico. So anyway, the campground was really quite nice it's really well taken care of i i really liked it each of the sites has like a little shelter building and a concrete picnic table and the sites are pretty large and it's built on a steep-ish hill and the reason that that's good is you i think all the sites have a view of the lake yeah it's like stadium seating <laughs> yeah yeah that's it it's stadium camping now we did camp near the top of a hill and Brian and Patrick camped at the bottom of the hill, <laughs> really close to the lake. Beautiful view of the lake. So the ones that are closer to the lake don't have 
all the hookups. I, I don't think they have I any. I don't think maybe they don't have any. Right? Yeah, I think Brian and Patrick were completely off the grid. And so we had where we were had water and electricity, and then there's a nice dump station. Well, I assume it's nice. I didn't go there. Tony did. No, I did. It's, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a hole in the ground where the <laughs> stuff's got to go. So it's a dump station, has water and a hole. I mean, what more can you ask for? Cochiti Lake is pretty popular with kayakers and boaters and fishermen. So there's those things to do. It was actually at its all-time high or long-time high level when we were there, actively letting water out into the Rio. And it's a huge earthen dam. I mean, it's as you're driving up, you're like, wow, that's a big dam. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of neat. And it's on a Native American reservation. You're in Native American country there. So you're also, I don't know, an hour from Santa Fe. Right. So if that's if you're looking for things to do, that's one of the selections. We do have an article with pictures Yay. at our home on the web. So one of our friends that was camping with us is full-timer. And so they use that as a start-off point to go to Santa Fe. We, of course, go to Santa Fe from home all the time. So we took that day off and didn't go with them. There's not a lot else to do if you're not a lake you know, activity person. But it's a great place to just kick back and camp and just take a couple days off or use it as a stop-off point to go to all those other places that are nearby. Absolutely. So we'll have pictures and a story and all that at our home on the web at stresslesscamping.com. Last week, I think, was the week that you cheated and used gadget and RV reports as one in the new pickup truck. <laughs> that thing is a gadget. And I don't know if uh, you were there, but we also did a live feed with the one and only Mike Sokol from RV Electricity. So he and I kind of discussed what we know about the new Ram Charger. But speaking of Rams... While we're in the ram we're in <laughs> we have a new gadget that we found pretty handy you know our present truck is basically the three-quarter ton version of our previous truck something i didn't like and i tend to not like in vehicles is how you put your phones right yeah i mean i like having the phone like when i'm using the map so i can see it i don't want it as a distraction but i would like to see the screen, you know, for upcoming suggestions Turns. and yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. I had put Night Eyes Steely Squeeze phone mount holders and they worked, but there's really not a good place to glue those. And of course, there's a lot of people who put those vent mounted phone holders. Uh, you couldn't pay me to do that. because Yeah, I just really think that's going to break the <laughs> vent. Well, right. And I don't want it blocking the air. I like the air coming out of the vent. So I started looking. I'm like, okay, what are the solutions for mounting your phone? So I found this company called Bullet Point Systems. They make a phone mount for our Ram 2500. There's this worthless pocket at the top of the instrument panel that's screwed in and this replaces that and has mounts that do two or three they're like little balls that you can mount stuff to so then you mount an arm onto that and then whatever holds your phone and it's pretty flexible but it's really well made it's exceptionally well made it's actually not made out of 
really cheap material. But flexible meaning you can rearrange things pretty well. Yeah. Not like it's flexing all over the place while you're driving down the road. That's what we're trying to avoid. <laughs> right. So these bullet point mounts are just very, very well made. And the company does donate a portion of their proceeds to law enforcement and military. I'll show you a picture on our show notes on our website of how this thing mounts. I really like it. And I got a three ball mount. <laughs> Two of them we use for our phones, right? Peggy has hers and I have mine. And then the third one I use for a dash cam. Again, I'll, I'll show you pictures or I'll share pictures of that. And there'll be an article at stressescamping.com about these things. It's just really well made. And they make mounts for a wide variety of vehicles. They're, like I say, just really well made stuff. And it's a big difference. A phone isn't flopping around or it's not inconvenient. I just, it's just good. Yeah. So when he says for all different kinds of vehicles, it is not one size fits all. They know what the dash of your Ram or your Jeep or your Ford or your whatever looks like and where is a good place to mount. So I've seen ads now that we bought one. Of course, I see ads all the time, you know, get a bullet point for your Jeep, get a bullet point. And so they make them specifically for different vehicles. Well-made stuff with a good cause, not cheap. But, you know, cheaper seldom better. Right. How about the RV of the week? Is well, it cheap? <laughs> uh, well, this one... Okay, so a lot of the people who follow us like vintage trailers. And we like vintage trailers. We do indeed. One of the advantages of a vintage trailer is it can be, depending on the condition you get it in, a blank canvas. Or it can be a really well-restored trailer, or it can be a vintage trailer with a modern interior, whatever. If you have a hankering for a vintage trailer, but you're just not the person who should be modernizing, upgrading, rebuilding, whatever, a vintage trailer, I have something you might be interested in, and that's the Gulfstream Vintage Cruiser line. Gulfstream has done a good job they're a small independent rv manufacturer they make pretty good rigs and the vintage cruiser line i think does a good job of capturing the vintage feel yeah i remember i walked in on the office when you were looking at it and i said oh what vintage trailer is that i literally thought that it was vintage yeah they've they've done a good job of capturing that style there are models that have like a knotty pine interior and models that have that birch looking interior they have bright colors turquoise and crimson choices they have a woody model and then they have like a more vintagey model and so i looked at the vintage cruiser 17 rwd it's a small trailer it's their smallest trailer i think they've themed it really well they build it really well and it's just a nifty little travel trailer so if vintage is your kind of in your heart but not in your toolbox perhaps <laughs> this might be worth looking at I like that last week's question of the week was what is your go-to first night in camp meal and we got some fantastic ideas <laughs> i mean everywhere from takeout to reheat something that you made at home to a sandwich charcuterie great great ideas i'm not going to read them all because i want you to go read them all Get your own best ideas. Or share yours. And share yours, absolutely. And maybe you'll start thinking about what you're going to have on your first night in camp the next time you go out. 
But in the meantime, our question this week is, if camping is seasonal for you, what do you do for fun off season? <laughs> I know some people who posted pictures of snow on their social media. Their camper in the snow. Like, and yeah, I'm like, oh, go, you go, you do you. Yeah, you do you. <laughs> Not for me. That's okay. But if you're like us and you don't want to camp in the snow and you are where it snows, for one thing, yeah, for one thing, get in your camper and go south. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do for fun in the off season? And you can answer that at our fun and friendly Stressless Campers Facebook group, which is a place to just talk about RVing, camping, that sort of thing, share ideas and talk to people who I believe are like-minded folk. You know, that reminds me that Larry asked this week the difference between stressless campers and the stressless camping. And so just as a quick recap, stressless campers is a group of people who like to camp, all of us, all of you, stressless campers. Stressless camping is actually our business page. And so there's not so much, so much interaction. We kind of put links and stuff on there. It's kind of like the everyday newsletter that we're not going to spam you with. (laughs) (laughs) But we put out some information every day that might be of interest to you. So if you aren't already a member of the Stressless Campers Facebook group, come on and join us. And if you aren't already a, I don't even remember what they call it now, way in the old days it used to be a fan of, but now I think you just quote unquote like the Stressless Camping page And then you'll see the posts that we put every day. There you go. And then in addition to those everyday posts, we do a once a week newsletter. We've referred to it a few times on this episode (laughs) because this week I have included all the Black Friday deals that I could find from our partners. We try to put hints, tips, links to stories, this week's podcast and all of that. So it's kind of a good resource and We have a little fun with it, too. Right. And we hope that it'll help you get the most out of your RV experience. So if you aren't already getting those weekly newsletters, just come to the website, stresslesscamping.com, and sign up. And know that what we do with that is send you a a once-a-week newsletter. We don't share it or use it for anything else just to reach out to you every week that's it and we as peggy said we don't share your info ever 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 we respect that you have given us permission to join you once a week in your email inbox and so we treat and it knowing how inboxes fill up oh. we really appreciate that Isn't that you the truth? take the time to read that and you can find show notes for this episode Episode number 230. On the podcast page at stresslesscamping.com. And I will include photos of that bullet point mounting device. I will include links to the RV of the week. Just all of that good stuff. That's there as well. And as we've said a few times today, check out the deals and discounts page on stresslesscamping.com. And click on the things you might like and see if they're having a Black Friday sale. Oh, they all are. Yeah, I'm sure they all are. But our goal for that page is to get you the best deals on things you'll need for your stressless camping adventure. Of course, did you know we are in all the social places? But you can start at stresslesscamping.com and from there, jump off and find us out there in the wild. In the social world. We appreciate that you are listening to the Stressless Camping Podcast. But just in case you don't know... It is actually free to subscribe on any podcast catcher. What a stinking deal. What a deal. And we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire or perhaps our real campfire today if the weather holds out. (laughs) 
And did you know a review will help others find this podcast, which helps you by helping us get even more deals and discounts and great guests and all of that. So thank you for your reviews. If you have already left a review, remember that you can share anything you see on the Stress is Camping podcast and groups and places and with friends and with that one guy who dresses like a tree and scares people (laughs) if you don't know how to do that check out the website there's actually a whole page on how to share pages and how to share social posts that's so helpful aren't we great wow Wow. okay well anyway we hope you have a wonderful thanksgiving we are grateful for you putting us in your ears week after week thank you so much the best of safety, health, and travels to you on this weekend where we sit back and reflect on all the things we're thankful for. And one of those things is stressless camping. We hope you learned a lot and had some fun and got some tips for your next stressless camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! A little wonky. I know that's not a very scientific term.